Hello, everyone, and welcome to an episode of Out and About with Antoinette. Now, you guys know that this is a podcast where I get an opportunity to interview some amazing people who are from in and around the state of Delaware that are doing positive things and sharing good energy with people in their communities. And today, I have a very special guest because she's been on my podcast several times. And I think we started back in 2016 and actually have a blog post about her. So check out the Dell Blogger blog as well so you can read about Madeline Porter. Let me tell you a little bit about Madeline. Her business name is Phoenix. Her artist name is Rising Phoenix. And she's an artist and an activist. After enduring some difficult hardships with mental health management, she's happy to report that she's gotten the proper medical care to recover and live a healthier lifestyle. Now, with a give back, she wants to educate the public on mental health issues, focusing on bipolar mood disorder. Now, she was also diagnosed with other conditions as well. And she's going to talk about a few of them, as well as some of the stigma and struggles of the mental health community overall. Today, she shared with me some great news before we started. I'm going to so happy for her to share it with you tonight because she wants to share the experience with bipolar mood disorder and what loved ones and the medical staff needs to know from her perspective. Remember, she's not a doctor. She's an activist and an artist, but she's going to help you better aid in care and understanding of the mental health community. Now, I called her Madeline, but it's Madeline, right? It's actually Madeline, but I usually go through to Phoenix these days. I usually tell people to call me Phoenix. It's my chosen name. Well, her chosen name is Phoenix, and guess what I'm going to call her? Phoenix. Phoenix was a previous guest on Out and About with Antoinette, and it is a wonderful time to have her back here again. Phoenix, welcome back to Out Thank and you. About with Antoinette. Glad to be here. Awesome. Awesome. And you're looking good. Now, you know, everyone knows that I do my podcast audio only, but they got to check you out. We're going to leave them information on how to connect with you. But uh, now we're heading into a new year. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, some people were filled with excitement, you know, for what's kind of yet to come. And, you know, with social media, I was looking back saying, I did this, I didn't do that. However, there are others that are looking to this new year with dread and anxiety and their family, their friends, their coworkers, no one is aware of this. You know, mental health awareness is important. It's a topic that I covered previously. And with the recent death of DJ Steven Twitch and the past deaths, now, you know, this is not new. Freddie Prinze from, you know, shows back in the day, I remember Chico and the Man. Robin Williams, I mean, Morgan Mendy. This is becoming not only a timely topic, but there's more awareness. So let's talk about that, Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So there are actually three types of bipolar mood disorder. I have a bipolar two, which has hypomania. It's not as intense as regular mania. Mania involves like 
acting on impulse and there's very little control of behavior during that time. I usually use the allegory of my body being a car and the mania being the driver and me in the passenger seat. It's a very scary time. Um, a lot can go wrong and it's almost like you semi black out and you wake up the next day and you're like, what have I done? You're in the negative in your account, sleeping next to a stranger, just all sorts of impulsive, erratic behavior takes place during a manic episode. And it can last for a couple days, maybe a week. It depends if you have full mania or hypomania. In the case of me, I would just have it for a couple days, but plenty of damage can happen in that time period. Now, as you're young, you're still a young person, but I'm sure this started in your earlier age. When was Oh, yes, yes. Um, so I did not get diagnosed with this until a couple years ago, but I always knew something was wrong because I would be considered extra sensitive, but that is due to my extreme mood swings and my extreme moods. So whereas the average person gets sad, angry, happy, I'll feel like ecstatic euphoria, livid rage, and severely and suicidal depression. And it's just the levels are extreme. The mood shifts can happen immediately. So I can be out dancing the night away, having, you know, that euphoric, ecstatic, happy feeling. And in a second shift into this, this dreadful, oh my God, like I have to walk outside and burst into tears. Um, it's very scary, you know, for the person enduring it, but it's also scary for friends and family members who are overwhelmed by your constant mood shifts and, it, it doesn't make sense to the outside world. Like you really do look like a crazy person and, and you have very little control over the chemical management of your moods not being properly um, maintained because there's a chemical imbalance. So when would, is this something that happens with children? Like, like you said, you know, kids can be really hyper one mm -hmm. minute and then you know, we'd say they have temper tantrum, you know, leave them alone, they'll be fine. Um, and, and you know, did you find that as a youngster, you, you know, you would be on the outside and playing and, you know, one minute you'd be one way and the next minute you'd be another way. And they're just like, oh, that's okay. That's just how Madeline is. Leave her I alone. don't actually know if children can have it. So I, I can't really speak to that. I don't know. Okay. Um, I, I, it was like when I became a teenager that I realized I was reacting to things in an extreme manner, but I was pretty good at holding it back. But once I became older, like in my 20s and now 30s, certain traumas took place and abuse took place that definitely exacerbated my reactions. And I also have PTSD. So you can imagine like the combo of that, like extreme emotions towards unprocessed trauma and things hurting more um paired with you know struggle to manage emotions is just that's a cocktail for disaster <laughs> and the last time we spoke now you know now that i'm that we're having mm -hmm. this conversation i remember the last time we spoke was just when they had um enacted or um approved the crown act and yes what yes talking about was how you 
felt like growing up, you you know, when you wore your hair certain ways mm-hmm. or you wore your hair certain ways, colored it a certain way, you know, you felt a different way. Do you think that perhaps um, you were just trying to figure out what was going to make you feel better? But then, oh, people, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, so coping mechanisms, I did have toxic coping mechanisms, drinking alcohol, um, marijuana. And the thing is, I'm completely sober now. Um, but those again, alter your mental state. And for someone who has conditions like I do, it again, exacerbates the problem. You're teaching your body to depend on those things. Um, and, and it's really like, I call it like a credit card taking substances does, you know, cover you for the moment, but then you end up having to pay interest and late fees. Um, it, It is worse. Um, and trying to get sober is very painful because you get like those, that itchiness, your, your body is accustomed to, okay, this is how I cope with pain. Um, as far as like the hair thing being tied in, I would say for black people, I don't remember who wrote this, but it's about the double consciousness, like making this this other self that fits into society, a person who um, assimilates and in many ways, whether it's hair or speech or dress or whatever. And I, I would go far enough to say that that would also cause some mental dysfunction, constantly obsessing about how you're being interpreted in the world, what kind of danger you'll be in if you don't learn how to shift and adjust at all times. And um, that is a fear that everyone does not have. And, and I think, you know, again, we were talking about when I did the introduction, talking about not only the awareness mm-hmm. of it, um, the anxiety and the dread. And, you know, again, you're of a particular age that you've grown mm. up in with social media. Social media has always been a part of your life. Yeah. And have you found that, you know, you need to sometimes just, you know, get away from that, mm-hmm. you know, because yes. it's over, too overwhelming? So I will say, like, having access to information is good and all in some ways. But as far as mental health exacerbation, in some ways, it it makes things worse in that we're ingesting too much information at once without any limitations. I mean, I could be on the internet for eight hours. Nothing's going to cut me off unless I set my phone to it. Secondly, we're also being exposed to visual trauma. Um, I think it's <laughs> referred to as like black trauma porn, which, you know, with the increase of like police brutality, you can see it in graphic real time. Mm -hmm. Um, And even if, even if you try to avoid these things, there are lives. I can go through my newsfeed and see things I didn't want to see because as I'm scrolling, it's just instant play and see something graphic and gory. That, that would exacerbate mental health because if you're being exposed to these images and messages 24 7 um it can put you into a state of apocalyptic fear and one but one good thing is now with the invent of social media and having that access 24 7 365 there are uh, people out there such as yourself which we're going to talk mm-hmm. even more about of uh, finding and getting help you know yeah. having someone there that knows someone there that can talk you quote and unquote yeah. talk you down from something. So, you know, it, social media has always been a two-edged sword. Um, mm-hmm. And for many, you know, um, it's been a savior. 
Yeah, right? yeah. But for others, it had been the final straw. Yes. And TikTok, unfortunately, two things that are bad for mental health on TikTok is you have teenagers who are not doctors and self-prescribing or even mm. a really nasty trend of teenagers pretending to have mental health problems. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's trendy, I guess. They feel it makes them interesting. And you know, probably heard back in the day, like, oh, the weather's so bipolar or LOL, they're so bipolar. And it's like, it's done in jest, but people who really do have this have little control over their emotional management. And it's really not something to be made fun of. And I, I was ashamed, you know, I didn't tell many people at all that I had it. I didn't want to be looked at with fear um, because when you share that you have a mental health illness, there are people who want to distance themselves from you because mm -hmm. you're like a ticking time bomb. They don't know when you'll snap, but the opposite exists in that I had friends that had a hard time believing I had bipolar because they're like, I've never seen you manic. I've never seen you depressed. I've never seen you mood shift. And I'm like, I avoid people when I'm in that state. I don't want you to see me like that, but trust, I do have it and mental illness isn't like physically seen so it's very easy for people to ignore that disability because they can't see it so um before we started the interview you you shared mm -hmm. some good news with me yes um and i you know please share that with our listeners because you've taken this necessary steps to seek mm -hmm. to get help um whether it's when speaking or in medication so What's your good news? So my good news is I went to my doctor today and I've had a medication for some months now that has worked to balance my mood properly and my bipolar is in remission. So it doesn't mean I don't have it anymore, but the medication I'm taking right now is, you know, working as it should. But there are a couple of things that people need to know about medication. Um, everyone does not have access to it. Everyone does not have health care. Um, I bounce back and forth from uh, health marketplace and Medicaid, like just back and forth, depending on my job. And sometimes there are gaps and you can't get your meds covered until the new one comes. But there's also, you get a certain amount of pills per month. And last year when I spiraled, I did not have access to my medication for a month. And the medication I was taking, Seroquel Quetiapine, was creating suicidality and it was very frightening because antidepressants mood stabilizers and antipsychotics do alter your chemical the chemicals that manage your um emotions and it's like russian roulette because you don't know if it's going to be a good match what works for someone else may not work well for me and you hope that it's a good match but it's hard to know if it's not because it's your head you won't necessarily know something's off or like, why am I feeling so depressed? I knew something was off. I asked my psychiatrist, could I please try another medication? They said, no, you have to wait till next month. And at that point I started drinking and taking marijuana edibles because I needed to calm down at all costs. And I, I just spiraled from there. It was a very scary time. So even though it's my job to manage my own health, I can't control whether I have access to medication all the time. And that's scary. Yeah. And, and that, you know, in, in a country that is supposed to be the best, mm -hmm. uh, we 
we don't take into consideration the health and welfare of our most vulnerable citizens. Yeah. Um, and that's sad, you know, that's a soul story for a whole different day. That's another yeah. whole story. Look, we'll come, you will be at for number four. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> just know, just know that even though I'm currently taking a medication that works every two years, I have to change meds because as they increase the dosage, it gets to the point where they can't increase it anymore and my body's adjusted and it has no effect. So I have to change every Ooh. two years. And I don't know, you know, if the next one will be a good match, if it'll be less than or making me too drowsy. Um, sometimes when I'm on medication, I, I lack the motivation and creativity to make art. Like it just sedates my mind. And I, I don't want to be that sedated that I can't do my craft. Right, exactly. And that and that's, you know, ladies and gentlemen who are listening, uh, make sure you check out Phoenix because she is an artist and she has some amazing work. And we're going to continue this conversation, but I want to I take a quick, quick break. Um, but when we do come back, uh, Phoenix, mm -hmm. Phoenix is, is planning on conducting some workshops and she's doing this in order to educate those that are within the medical health community, as well as assisting loved ones. Now today's show, you know, she is not a doctor. We're not giving you any medical advice. This is just information coming from someone who is living with it and perhaps it may help somebody it may not but you know what the give back it's all about the give back if something that she says tonight or today whenever you're listening to this may help you or make you want to say hey i need to check out this or i need to talk to my doctor or maybe i need to just you know relax whatever um, that's the whole purpose of this. So, you know, please, that's this, this disclosure. We are not giving you any medical advice. We're not, you know, telling you to take any prescription drugs. So just chillax, all right? Because <laughs> we're going to be right <laughs> back after this quick break. And make sure that you're finding and following me on all my social media platforms. You can do so by using the Linktree ID, A Blake Enterprises. We'll be right back. Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, Check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. Are you ready to join the billion-dollar podcasting industry? If so, Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio is ready for you. Whether you're just starting out and have no equipment or you are a seasoned pro but need help with production, Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio has everything you need. 
Conveniently located in Middletown, Delaware, Blake's state-of-the-art production facilities make producing your first or 100th podcast a breeze. No matter what kind of project you have in mind, the professionals at Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio can help with your production or give you the tools to produce it on your own. At the heart of Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio is award-winning blogger, vlogger, and CEO Antoinette Blake. And her goal is simple, to help one more entrepreneur be successful. So stop making excuses and start making your podcast, audiobook, e-course, and other online dreams come true. Call Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio now. 302-261-3530. That's 302-261-3530. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. I am your host, Antoinette Blake, the CEO of A. Blake Enterprises, and I am here on Out and About with Antoinette every Wednesday, interviewing a guest from in and around the state of Delaware that's sharing the give back, doing positive things in their community. And today, my special guest is Phoenix, <laughs> Madeline Porter. That's right. Her artist name is Rising Phoenix, but she prefers to go by Phoenix. And before the break, we were talking about um, her struggle, her life with uh, bipolar. Also, you mentioned something else, Phoenix. You said that you also have a problem, what'd you say, P PTSD? Uh, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Yes, I always get that mixed up. Yeah, PTSD. Yes. yes, and when I'm talking to our brave men and women in the military, that's when we first started hearing about that. But trauma mm. is everywhere. Yeah, the military to have trauma, to have, um, you know, a situation where you feel like you're out of control. Mm -hmm. Because this world can be make you feel like you're out of control daily. Going out and about, you're out of control. Being on social media 24-7 can make you feel like you're out of control. And what I love that, you know, when you reached out to me, you said, Antoinette, I need to share my story. I want to do this. I want to do these workshops. I want to help others. I want to give back. And that's why you're here. So tell us a little bit more about that. Well, I have um, PTSD. Um, that's post-traumatic stress disorder. I also have autism which surprises people. There are three levels. I don't have any like cognitive delays, but I do have it at level one as far as like social interaction, struggling to communicate and organize my thoughts properly and socializing limitations. Um, and I also have borderline personality disorder, which has a lot of like abandonment issues, extreme people pleasing, Again, it's a dysfunction in relationships with people not doing it in a healthy way and being like extremely clingy and devastated when relationships end. Um, I would like to list uh, what happens in a mania from bipolar. Um, you can be easily distracted, have a decreased need for sleep, have delusions or hallucinations, elevated or expansive mood, grandiosity or inappropriate behavior, impulsive risk behaviors, including gambling and lavish spending, increased sexual desire, irritability, hostility or aggression, physical agitation and relentless movement, racing thoughts and talking excessively and manic episodes can last at least seven days you can imagine with everything i listed like i've i've had all of those 
I've had all of those. And it's like, I know I've hurt people because of my behaviors, my, my manic episodes. Um, but it is not on purpose, but that doesn't make it hurt any less. And yes, I exactly. am very sorry for those situations to the people I've harmed. And I often, you know, um, say that life is tough when, you know, everything is good and it's tougher when you're trying to, you know, live in a parallel world, you're living in your world, but mm -hmm. then you have to live in a world that's supposed to be this way, that way. When you go to work, you have to do this. You have to say that you have to be this, you have to do that. Um, so to me, I mean, you have more strength um, and, 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 you know, you, you, it's like navigating, trying to navigate the world and still come out on the other side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm actually looking on the website. It does say that bipolar does occur in children. Um, so yeah, I did not know that. It also says it's very common for those with bipolar disorder to struggle with alcohol and substance use. Um, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I am a textbook case. Um, borderline personality disorder causes impulsivity, suicidal behavior, reactivity of mood, inappropriate anger, transient paranoia, and those are associated with bipolar disorder. They are similar, but they're not the same. Right, right. And I, like I said, I didn't know, um, you know, about children as, as you know, as, as, my, as well. But Me I neither. <laughs> sometimes when you have a kid, and the kid goes from one to the other. Tantrums. Like, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, yo, what's up with, with the, you know, with your son, your daughter or whatever. And they may be going through some trauma, may going through some imbalances that is not diagnosed until they become teenagers, until they become adults. So, mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm pretty sure that um, this, you know, that, that there are, are cases of young people now with your workshop what do you what do you what are you trying to do what do you tell us you know how people can get a hold of you or mm -hmm. they you know want to connect with you because each and every time that we connect you're always giving back you're always sharing <laughs> thank, thank you, you. Are, I mean you know you don't give up and that's one thing that I love love I love about you um even when it doesn't work the way you want it to work mm -hmm. you don't give up yeah. You do not give up, girl. You have never, ever, ever, never given up on any of your dreams, even though they may, again, they may not pan out the way mm -hmm. that you want it. And what you do is you just take, you know, and again, I'm going I'm to I'm put it out there. You just use every setback as a setup for something better. And you just, <laughs> and that's your rising phoenix. You are a rising phoenix from the ashes. Oh. You are rising. And I know one day, you know, that's why I get everybody. Look, I'm gonna tell everybody before you come on this show, you have to sign a release form, right? You got to release this you, this interview because when you yeah. blow up, because rising is gonna blow up. When you blow up, I'm gonna say I had the interview before she I blew mean, up. You'll you'll you know, have exclusives. So there's nothing you can do about it. I'll give you exclusives, whatever you want. Like I mean that if you want monthly exclusives, like I'll be um, the first you, I'll call. You know, that is, like I said, that is the <laughs> first time I saw you at the at the uh, at the uh, museum. You know, I was mm -hmm. I, I was just starting out. I was just starting yeah. out as a blogger. I was going to all these little events and stuff, and mm -hmm. I'm watching her and she's giving this tour, and I'm like, damn, this mm -hmm. girl is good. And, and blogs are really popular now. Like they're taking off. Everybody has a blog, whether they should or shouldn't. <laughs> 
don't get me started because I'm, I'm everybody got a podcast. And I'm Everybody's like, I'm got a microphone. And I and I sit and I listen. I'm like, damn, that mm. I know it's not for everybody. That ain't it. That ain't it. <laughs> yeah. No, let me stop. Let me no. Let me stop. If you want to learn how to start a podcast, you can do it. I teach it. So, but no, no, uh, we're getting off on a whole different tangent. But how, you know, how, you know, give us some information on how mm-hmm. we can connect with you, you know, whether it's yeah. your email address or, you know, what social media handle mm-hmm. you want so that we can say, hey, you know, uh, Phoenix, you know, we, we yeah. want to get involved. If, if you have an Instagram, you can follow my artwork at the Rising Phoenix Art. So it'll be Instagram.com, the rising phoenix art all together. Um, I'll spell it real quick. T-H-E-R-I-S-I-N-G-P-H-O-E-N-I-X-A-R-T on Instagram. And feel free to DM me about mental health awareness stuff, even though it's my art page. I don't currently have a mental health awareness link, but that will be created in the future as I do workshops. Now, do you think, find that the, when you're in the throngs of creating art, that it really helps you? Um, the, the mental health issues, um, I, or not, or, or, not, or does it, that is that, no, it, 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 it does. <laughs> the, the funny got a story behind it, but we ain't gonna well, talk. <laughs> the funny part is, um, sometimes people ask, um, is it the crazy that makes the creativity an artist or is it the fact that people are artists that makes the crazy and I don't know maybe it's like all together (laughs) I I don't know I can only speak for myself like it's like my mind goes faster than I can keep up with it I don't know what it's like to just have one idea you know they have the thought bubble and someone has that light bulb I have strobe lights like multicolored strobe lights like 50 going at the same time at different rates and so that's why I get overwhelmed it's hard for me to sit down and organize thoughts and not ramble or speak in fragments or overwhelm people with disorganized thoughts well I know that I'm so glad again that you reached out to me because I want to always support you I will always support you I told you that back in 2016 and I'll tell you that until I'm no longer blogging or no longer podcasting, mm-hmm. but I can't see when that's going to end. I'm at, actually now with going into the fourth season and the fifth mm-hmm. or sixth year. So, you know, this is something that's of vital importance. I'm so glad that you, um, you know, again, reached out to me so that we could connect. People go check out her Instagram page on the Rising Phoenix Art, and I will include that in the show notes as well. And once you get these workshops off the ground or you start doing something, you're in doing something at the communities or community centers, please mm-hmm. let me know so I can yeah. put that on my social, put that on my blog and, you know, my blog and also on the podcast. So, Phoenix, thank you. You are a doll. I am so (laughs) glad to have you here as a guest on Out and About with Antoinette. But before I let you go, because there's one thing I ask of all my guests, the wow, words of wisdom. Leave us with a wow. Okay. Um, I definitely thought this was going to be my whole life, having mental breakdowns, not being able to manage my emotions, but I am able to manage my emotions. My bipolar is in remission and I could swear months ago that would never happen and that I would always struggle. Um, So there is hope. 
Sometimes it takes a while to find the right medication, and sometimes holistic also helps um, paired with medication. So whatever works for you to manage your emotion and healing, definitely do the best to get access to that at all costs, because without it, um, things can spiral. But despite my spiral, I am on the other side of things. I am successful. I survived it. And I'm also thriving. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, again, joining me here on Out and About with Antoinette. And of course, you know, I pray for you, girl. And I wish <laughs> you a wonderful week and, you know, year. And may God continue to bless you, your mission, whatever the mission is at that time and mm -hmm. your vision, because you are paying it forward. You may not know it now, but you are paying it forward. So thank you so very much. <laughs> and I want to thank you all for listening to today's episode of Out and About with Antoinette, because every week, again, I have the privilege of interviewing a guest from in and around the state of Delaware, who's doing some great things in their own communities. And it's all about the give back. So if you'd like to be a guest or you know someone that would be a good guest for Out and About with Antoinette, please send an email to info at ablakeenterprises.com. And don't forget, you can find and follow me on all my social media platforms, including my blog and my vlog by simply using the link tree ID, A Blake Enterprises. Thank you for listening. And please share this podcast link with your family, your friend, your bae, and your boo too. And until the next time, stay smart, stay safe, and stay social because I will see you in cyberspace. See ya. It's the DE Diva, AKA the Delaware Blogger, wishing you and yours a beautifully blessed day. Bye-bye.